All right, welcome to episode 52 of Talking Joe Podcast. I'm your host, Soul. Uh, the uh, next episode, episode 53, will be on the 25th of this month. So that will be our last episode uh, for this month. If you missed the other episodes, you can check it out on Spotify, uh, Google, Amazon Music. All those uh, links will be in the description. So look out for that. Um, we know it's the Super Bowl. So once again, like I said, you know, you can mute the Super Bowl up, you know, or multitask. It's 2024. There's no excuse. Uh, you can uh, nerd out and watch some football at the same time. It's it'll be all right. Uh, we do have some guests here. Uh, but let me go ahead and get to our co-host first. Eisen, what's up? What's up? What's up? Can't wait to enjoy this show, um, especially our guests. All right. Omega, Omega what's up? Hey, we got a city to burn. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so we got Cloud9. Uh, Cloud, what's going on, Cloud? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You know, uh, great to be here. All right. And we got uh, Brianna. What's going on? Hi, I'm just here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, I've known Cloud for almost 10 years now, so we've been a uh, long friends uh from the youtube anime space long long time ago so uh we've been facebook friends forever and you know we keep in contact so uh appreciate cloud coming on again because this is actually your second time uh, us doing something together uh we'll definitely um keep doing that so shout out to uh cloud for coming on oh well thanks um no prop so i actually we got to start off with um the uh, Deadpool and Wolverine trailer just came out like right now. We're going to go ahead and check that out right now. Um, of course, during the Super Bowl, we got a lot of different uh, trailers coming out. So getting some fresh reactions here. Let's see how it is. I thought they were going to call it Deadpool 3, honestly. But uh, let's just check it out. Let's... For youth. All right. Okay. Um, oh, God. It's been a challenging few years, for sure. But I'm happy. That is because of each and every one of you. I'm the luckiest man alive. Make a wish, buddy. Wait, is this a dream? This is a dream or a nightmare? Wait, Wolf. Uh, who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that the TVA? Hacking isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Wilson, you appear to have soiled yourself while unconscious. I wasn't unconscious. Who are you? Why am I here? Walk with me. Uh, wait. You are special. This is your chance to be a hero among heroes. EVA. Oh, you stepping in, Sensei. Your little cinematic universe is about to change forever. Ah. I'm the Messiah. I am Marvel Jesus. Oh my 
Just stand there, you ape. Give me a hand up. Nope, I'm actually okay. Thank you very much. Oh my, July 26. Whoa, really? Wow, that is early. Damn, damn, that is really early this year. Wow, well, okay, thoughts. Um. That should look pretty good, dude. Now, so I think this is going to end the Deadpool trilogy up with Deadpool 3. Um, this could... Now, remember, MCU Phase 5 is pretty much trash, minus, like, Guardians 3 and Loki, and that's probably it. So, um, no way this home. could... Uh, no, well, isn't that Phase 4, though? That's Phase no, 4. That's, no, that's I think that's that's a new phase, right? Or, no, that was the end of the, the, um, the new yeah, phase that's... after Endgame. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, no Way Home is the end of Phase 4. Okay. So right now we're on Phase 5, and it's been really bad so far. Uh, minus, like I said, Guardians, Loki, and I guess you can add maybe What If Season 2 on there. Um, but this could be good, but we'll just have to see. Um, Brianna, any thoughts? Uh, what's your reaction off uh, Deadpool 3? Any thoughts? I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a big Deadpool fan. I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan, so... I'm really excited for this. I agree with you guys. Phase five has been pretty garbage besides Guardians 3 and what if? I mean, the Marvels wasn't bad, but I wouldn't put it in the top. Oh, hell no. That, Marvels is pretty trash. I mean, it, did, it barely even broke even. I think it made like maybe 200 something million. I mean, I personally and... enjoyed it, but I get why people didn't. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, Cloud, what's your uh, reaction off um, Deadpool 3? Any uh, thoughts? Oh, well, see, my thing is, you know what? With Deadpool, I didn't watch the um, previous two Deadpool movies. I watched most Marvel movies. Like, I'd probably say like 95% of them. The first two Deadpools I never actually saw. Um, mm -hmm. But as soon as I saw the TBA, they already had me on board because I'm a big fan of Loki, you know, watching the Loki shows, Loki season. So I'm kind of interesting to see where they go with that you know or how much they're going to do with that so mm -hmm. okay uh Aiden, any thoughts deadpool 3 trailer um it might be okay um i'm not i'm not i'd have to wait to to be sold more on anything um i've been saying it for a while now you know marvel and disney have been you know pretty crappy um but i expect it to be so um mm -hmm. <clears throat> i think that you know this may be it could possibly be the one, you know, probably decent movie they'll do throughout throughout everything, and then they'll load you up with some more crap to shove down you, you know, shove down the gullet again uh, for you to spend mm -hmm. money on. But um, I'm not sold on them yet. Actually, going to push out quality content. I just I have no reason uh, to believe Disney in their track record at this point. Okay, so I understand. I guess you know. I, I mean, I'm not. I mean, the trailer did get me hype, and it's it's been a long time being hype for Phase Five in a while. So I, you know, I, I, I it's good to you know 
kind of stay firm and see what they do. Eisen's right on that. Um, but it's been a while since we've been excited for a long time coming. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say something controversial. I actually enjoyed the Marvels. You know, I don't think it was that bad. I liked uh, Monica I mean, Rambeau. Same here. That's, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know, okay, like, cool. I know, like, what was it that, like, a lot of people don't like, like, uh, Brie Larson's interpretation of the character, you know, um, a lot, but like, I don't know, like that movie was, it was fun and I don't really think it really pushed anything too heavy in it, at least not that I noticed, you know? And even if it did, I kind of feel like every movie kind of, like every movie might serve a different purpose. It reminds me of like how a lot of people had an issue with She-Hulk, uh -huh. but that was the type of show to me where I'm like, if they were gonna push um, I'm just gonna say things that women go through, that's the show to do it on, you know, like, hey, you know, if you're having a female character and, um, you know, she, that female character has certain struggles, it's like, hey, you should do what's true to that character versus let's say you have another show, like, you know, um, I don't know, like we talk, or like, like, let's say you did a Black Panther show, I would expect that show to to talk about black issues, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like with, with the Marvels, it, to me, it was a fun movie, I liked, you know what the act the uh, actresses did on the sh on the um on the show and i think that the uh the only problem i had was the antagonist wasn't as good as it is i think the antagonist sh should have been i kind of felt very cookie cutter uh -huh. but the action sequences i didn't have an issue with they were fun okay and and again once again you know i mean i just think it could it could have been better i mean okay it's cool to have you know these three characters in this one movie but I mean, honestly, I don't even think it was better than Captain Marvel, the first movie, honestly. Um, I thought, and that one wasn't even that good either. But I, I do think that one was a bit more watchable than this one. But um, I don't know. But uh, Omega, what is your thoughts on Deadpool 3, the trailer? What's your reaction off uh, what we saw? Yeah, I'm pretty excited to uh, see Deadpool and uh, Wolverine. Um, the trailer itself looked pretty intense didn't give too much against the story. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Wolverine era or what version of Wolverine this might be, even though we see him in the yellow and blue. But um, yeah, my, most of all, like uh, I, I was hyped for Deadpool 1. And I mean, Ryan Reynolds is pretty good at playing this character. So um, I expect him to not be as... I mean, it's going to be interesting. Like, that Deadpool was a lot more, like, like risque. But he was also hardcore, too, like like blood and guts and everything. So we'll see if this one is, like, a little bit more toned down. But still, the jokes uh, pretty much hit hard. Um, also, my take on the Marvels, as you guys know, I enjoyed it. But I, my only gripe was... The whole like you know like uh, I mean most most of these movies are gonna heavily push uh, woman empowerment uh, you know feminism and whatnot but I mean the, the whole like uh, scenes of course with the singing like I didn't care for but overall I did enjoy the, the action and basically the basis between how energy was connected to all three of them was done pretty damn well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that scene either. Um, Shang, what's going on? Yeah, he's off topic, but it's okay. I mean, it's anime. It's not off topic. Uh, it says uh, Shangla Frontier was lit. Okay. Uh, what'd you say, Omega? 
Yeah, I was also going to point out the whole, like, you know, the use black girl magic thing. Like, it's like, okay. Like, how yeah. have we not heard that constantly? But, you know. But mm -hmm. other than that, like, I think it was a great movie. I actually enjoyed their uh, villain the most. Yeah, she was cool. She was kind of like uh, a villain of circumstance, but she's powerful to be taking on all three of them. <laughs> She had the best facial expressions out of any villain in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Death Racer. Um, Death Racer says, you got Cloud, and I see you. <laughs> oh, so uh, Cloud, you know, I don't know if you recognize Death Racer, but he he remembers um, both of us from um, the anime community a long, long time ago. Oh, yes, the the, the, the old days. I remember. Yeah, so he, 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 he's, he's a fan <laughs> of yours from, from yeah, he's a fan of yours from back in the day. He was a, a person who used to consume all that content back in the day with us. So. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. What's up, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> all right. But so, yeah, I want to get to um, Shining Otaku um, Cloud. Can, can you uh, kind of break down uh, what made you get into um, writing manga and stuff like that? Okay, well, Shining Otaku, uh, for those who aren't familiar, is a manga publishing company that... that um, publishes original English language content or manga-inspired comics. Um, as you see, that's some of our older stuff on the screen. We actually need to update the website. But I know uh, we actually have a project that we're working on right now called Origami Super Punch, which is like a collective of ongoing stories um, from uh, several creators you know, across uh, the country, some of them even outside of the country. Um, you know, And you can see that right there on the screen. Uh, Brianna, she's actually, you know, one of the creators in the uh, the anthology. I don't know, if Brianna, you want to talk a little bit about your story? So I have a story in this called Project Nirvana. And it's basically about a teenage girl who gets manipulated by a scientist. And she gets pretty much tricked into believing that humans are untrustworthy. And then she escapes the lab. She goes to a regular school. She meets this young guy and he shows her the true meaning of being human. Yeah, and right there, what you guys see on the screen, that's actually uh, Naraku Murder. So that's one of the titles that we did a while ago. It's actually it's done by Teki or Kaze. And he's actually been a part of the community for a long time, too. So, so oh, probably uh, have seen... uh, Kaze, really? He, yes. he's, uh, he's He does art for you? Well, he doesn't do it for me. He does it for himself. We all do this together. You know, oh, um, oh that's so this... dope. So it's like, a yeah, whole I, uh, I, I yeah. talk, I, yeah, I still, I use, I did, um, interview with Kaze a while back. I didn't know, um, so he does, uh, he helps out on this too. Yes, he's a part of this as well. You know, so Kaze wow. does, um, cool. you know, uh, Naraku awesome. murder, Naraku murder, you know, that's, uh, pretty much a, a demon detective, um, hunting down and, um, handling his business in a supernatural city essentially is what this story is um i do a story called killbox which is a battle rap uh hip-hop manga um and that's also in the anthology we have a story called third winner which is you know um about like mental health and um you know dealing with a lot of deep issues um we also have a story called beta about a young man trying to find love um so there's there's quite a bit of material in here. We call Origami Super Punch the most dangerous manga magazine because a lot of the material we talk about in, in it here, even though some of them vary, is it's supposed to be, there's a lot of depth to our content. You know, it's not just about, you know, just like, I mean, you have some fun stories, but we all are speaking from our own experiences or from the heart when we write. 
Um, so mm. some of our material, as you can see, like this, you know, it looks a lot more saning. Like if you forget, you guys know who, you know, are familiar with like saning stories, you know, like yeah, stories definitely. that are a lot more mature. Um, yeah. That's Project Nirvana. That's Brianna's story. Okay, so um, Nirvana, is it like more like a slice of life genre? In the beginning, yes, but there are very heavy sci-fi elements and also romance as well. Oh, okay. Wow, the artwork looks great. Oh, yeah, and that was actually done by um, uh, Julia, um, who did uh, actually used to do the art for Gods of Life, you know, which was one of our original uh, comics, which eventually I plan on going back and doing that one again, but... You know, yeah, this is this is some of her recent stuff, as you can see. Yeah. So, really how good. many uh, how many comics have you uh, made so far, um, Cloud? Whew, are you talking about like me individually, or are you talking about in terms of like you know us as a collective? Uh, you as a collective. So, as a collective, we put out Callisto, we put out Striker and Slayer, we put out at least two other iterations of Naraku Murder, Eclectic Do. So that's already five right there. We did technically have two volumes of gods of life but i'm just gonna really say we've only put out one the second one we never put out um and now we have origami super punch obviously coming um i feel like there's another story i'm forgetting for some reason that's escaping me oh exidio that was another story we did we did exidio so we put out about like i would say about seven um titles you know we took a break for a little while which is why we're coming back with Origami Super Punch now. Like we were working on trying to build this up uh, first. Mm -hmm. So there was like, we started working on this particular thing um, during COVID. So this should be coming out. I don't want to give an exact day, but it should, we'll have, I'm going to say um, sometime next month, you know, we're going to make an announcement. We did do an early release and um, put out um, some of the first prints at a, a convention uh, two weeks ago, Ishokan. And, you know, definitely it's so far it's been well received. Obviously, I'll leave it up to you guys to to determine, you know, when you have a chance to read it yourself, you know, how you guys feel about it. But um, so far it's been really well received. And, you know, we're interested in seeing what everyone thinks about it once once we do put it out. Okay, I have yeah, another question. Definitely but looking I forward see, to reading. Um, I want to I see if, uh, Aiden, do you have a question for uh, Cloud or anything? Um. Okay, uh, I guess my question, y'all are doing um, comics or manga or a blend of both? So what I usually call it is a term that has existed. It used to be a derogatory term, but you know we're trying to kind of reinvent it a little bit. Uh, original English language manga. Um, a lot of, I'm going to say companies like, like um, Antarctic Press or, you know, Tokyo Pop way back in the day, you know, they, they put out... Um, you know, manga inspired content and people didn't really know how to, what they would place it as. So some people call it original language manga because it's not, it's, you know, some people say that manga is, you you can only, if you, if you are Japanese, you can create manga because, and some people say you can't. So basically it's, it's one of those things where is manga, is it manga if you're telling a story you know, from the Japanese perspective, or is it manga if you're taking the stylings of manga? So we just kind of roll with manga inspired or original English English language manga so that we're respecting the, you know, um, the term of manga, you know, we're not taking it from anybody, but you know, we, we um, enjoy the storytelling of manga, but we use it, we use that medium to tell our stories. So that's why I call it original English language manga. Sometimes I just say manga, 
you know, um, myself, you know, or manga inspired, or we even call it a comic, you know, because essentially manga, any way you slice it, if it's manga, manhwa, you know, Hong Kong comics, whatever, they're all a form of comics. Um, I'll okay. leave it up to you guys what you want to call it, but that's just kind of how we roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Omega? Any questions? Any questions so far? We'll, we'll ask questions again later on, but I just want to know if you have anything on your mind. Uh, I just, just wanted to know if um, it's most of the work uh, still uh, on paper or are you guys heavily using like a program like uh, Clip Studio? I mean, my, myself personally, I use that uh, in conjunction with both. Um, you know, you can scan your original art and go in there and do some digital. So. So that's actually a good question. It depends on the creator. So with uh, with Kaze, I believe Kaze mm. does a little bit like a mix of both. I know that oh, okay. Shay Baker, he's the one doing third winner in there. I know for a fact, Shay does all his stuff traditionally. And then, you know, he also has someone who inks his work, you know. Um, and mm. then with, um, you know, with... Uh, Julia, I believe she's all digital, so she's Clip Studio. Um, director, cool. you know, who did Killbox, you know, the hip hop battle manga that you know that um, I wrote. He does all everything digitally. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, who else in there? Because not everybody's in there. And then I'm almost forgetting about Tani. I apologize, Tani, if you listen to this. I, I feel like I left Tani out this whole time, and you know, she's amazing, and she does a whole lot. Her story is uh, Seeds of Doubt. It's about two. Um, two best friends battling depression together. Um, but mm-hmm. she, um, I believe, does both. But I will have to ask her to be sure. But definitely, she even has um, some of her story up on um, Webtoons, just for a lot of you guys out there who, are, who don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I believe it's, for everybody, it just depends a little bit. You know, this, of course, like us compiling it together, we did, you know, we, we use Clip Studio to kind of put everything together, but like, um, in terms of everybody's individual stories and how they work, it just depends on the artist. Okay. okay. Great. Gotcha. Uh, Brianna, question for you. Uh, how did you, uh, so Brianna, are you like, you said uh, you're the writer? Yes, I'm the writer. Uh, so how did you uh, get into like writing uh, for manga, comics, and stuff like that? Well, as a kid, I've always had an active imagination. I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up in school, so I kind of created imaginary friends, and those imaginary friends eventually became characters and I just started writing little stories about them and that's kind of what inspired me to want to get into writing and I watched a lot of manga I mean I watched a lot of anime and stuff growing up actually the one show that really got me inspired to write was Futurama I was a big Futurama (laughs) fan as a kid and I just loved the storytelling of how it could be funny and serious at the same time and I just like that contrast and not a lot of American shows, in my opinion, really do that well as mm. anime and stuff. So, Futurama is kind of one of the biggest inspirations that got me into like writing. Okay, I mean, so you know, I'm a in IT, so I know like for writing to be like your core job, I mean, you must really like just find a piece while you're writing and you know, just be able to just kind of that's kind of like your zen and where you get your energy at. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, it's and it's therapeutic too because I kind of I have a lot of mental health issues going on so it's it's kind of a way for me to just like get out how i'm feeling too so a lot of i relate to a lot of my characters and this is kind of a way to like get my story out there as well through my characters 
So it's just, it's really nice to have a way to do that. That's great. Okay. That is what's up. I mean, shout out to all the writers. Y'all are better than me. I, I suck at writing. I, I couldn't do it. Y'all, oh, yeah. y'all gotta get it. Uh, I'm not a writer, but I'm a reader. I was yeah, actually going to ask, I'm, like, what I'm, do you I'm do not when even you get that? Uh... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a reader, but, like, writing is just, ugh. <laughs> it's good to clear the yeah. mind, though, first, of course, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a watcher. I'm, I'm not a either the, one of those. But um, going on, uh, next up, we have on the headlines. <laughs> Uh, we got PlayStation State of Play that came out. Uh, actually, twice there was two State of State of Plays. Oh, look at look at Death Racer. I know why you're saying that. Leave me alone, Racer. <laughs> I know why you're laughing. All right, so we're just gonna go over what got announced during um, the State of Play. So of course we got Death Stranding Two coming out, uh, titled uh, Stranding Two on the Beach. Uh, so that's the sequel for um, the original Death uh, Stranding, which came out from Kojima Productions. Didn't play the first one, but. Honestly, the second one looks kind of good. I might uh, check that out. Uh, we got Rise of Ronin, uh, official gameplay. So if you haven't seen that, definitely uh, check that out. Um, we're getting a lot of Samurai games lately. So hopefully it sticks out. Um, we'll just have to see what, uh, when that comes. And that will be out on March 22nd. So we don't have to wait too long. And that's from uh, Team Ninja. Uh, next, Until Dawn Remaster coming to PC and uh, PS5. Um until Dawn definitely did well when it originally came out. So I'm sure PC people and will definitely buy that up. Uh, Stellar Blade, which is kind of like a uh, Devil May Cry kind of um, hack and slash type game. That's coming out. That will be out April this year. Most likely it's just going to be a multi-plat. Uh, of course, we got some more Dragon Dogma 2 trailer. I think that's coming out. Wow, that's coming out next one too, man. It is Q1 is going to be really good for this, uh, this uh, 2024. And then we got uh, Sonic X Shadow Generations announced as well. Of course, Sega has like tons of money and they're just dishing out money. Uh, so this will be coming out uh, multi-plat in uh, autumn of this year. Uh, Silent Hill, short message is dropping later today. Oh, this is all. This must have been like a remake. Yeah, uh, Silent Hill 2 already came out, um, I think. What else we got? Be rising. I don't care about that. Let's see. Uh, Legend VR. Don't care. Oh God. Oh yeah. Uh, from uh, Foam Stars got a trailer. I think that already came out. And then uh, Hell Divers already came out this month. Um, that's actually out. People can you can play that like today. I think that's it. So, and then there was a second state of play that was you know showing more uh. Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth uh, gameplay, which is also coming out this month. So we got a lot of games um, coming. Any uh, thoughts, uh, Brianna, on like PS5 or anything, if you play anything? Well, I don't have a PS5. I am a gamer, but I'm not like super into it. The most mm-hmm. recent game I started playing was actually Persona 3, um, Persona 3 Reload. I'm a oh, big yeah, Persona fan. Okay. What do you think about uh, Persona 5? Did you play that one? Yeah, I played that one. That was actually my first Persona game. I love it. Oh, it has a soft yeah. spot in my heart. But out of the it's Persona the... games, 3 is my favorite one. Yeah, Persona 3 is pretty good. It's actually pretty addicting. I'm, lo- But I love the um, the soundtrack for Persona 5. It's just fire, though. Yeah, that's it's probably my favorite soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cloud, any uh, thoughts on State of Play? Or do you play anything, PlayStation, or excited for anything coming out? 
I don't play anything PlayStation. I haven't had, you know what? And I, I, I hate to put blame on my parents for this, but like uh-huh. my chance of ever really or getting into PlayStation all ended with PlayStation One. You know, not to say I don't oh. game. I have a lot of game, and I'm about to get into that in a second. But like, you know, I used to want. I never forget. Like as a kid, I wanted a PS2, and my parents just refused to ever give me one. So then, ever since then, like they would give me every system but that. For some reason, they just didn't like it. I don't know why. Like, but <laughs> they didn't want me to have. I think it was more they just. It was they didn't want me to um, get everything that I wanted. Just you know, to, so that I'm obviously I didn't become like super spoiled or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, but in mm-hmm. any case. In terms of like current day, um, I actually just upgraded my PC. I got what is it? A, um, what a RTX uh, 3060, like 12 gigabytes, nice. you know? Nice. So I just did that a couple months ago. Even in my monitor, I have like a, a monitor that what I think it has like it's a, a Scepter monitor, 120 hertz or something. And I have another one that's 200 oh, hertz. Oh, that's cool. So nice. yeah, I <laughs> did buy. Um, What's the name of that game? Uh, Starfield. Um, oh, okay. I haven't had much time to play it, oh, okay. but I did get it. So that's kind of where my gaming adventure has kind of ended lately. But not to say that I don't, I'm not going to do it. But you know, um, that's that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> okay. Hey, at least you're playing something. I definitely need to upgrade my monitors too. My my monitors are super old. I got 1080p, but I could easily get like 2K monitors. It, it's not even that expensive just to get 440p um, for sure. Uh, Isaac, any uh, anything you hype about with um during the uh, state of play? Anything? Um, you know the Dragon's Dogma too. I'm really kind of uh, excited, and interested in playing it. Um, I was a big fan of the first one, so can't wait to see what's uh what's up with the with the second installment. Yeah, that is crazy that we're getting that like literally. I think next month it said. Man, there is a lot of games coming out. Um, Meg, anything uh, you're hyped about for um, that got announced? Yeah, I'm pretty hyped about Dragon's Dogma too. I mean, I'm a huge metal fan, and uh, you know, blood and metal go and go together, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah um, I, like right now, I mean, I'm just like playing. Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6. So, yeah. Oh, how you liking uh, Tekken 8? Uh, this shit is uh, phenomenal, man. Like, I, I feel like in a way I'm playing, like, the the moves are a lot more, like, uh, sleek a bit. Like, I don't know, like, with their new, uh, you know, the heat rush and the new yeah, mechanics, yeah. I mean, it, they're very easy to master. But I, I feel like I'm still using certain techniques that I would use in Tekken 7 or uh, even uh, like down from Tekken 2. Um, I'm maining yeah. right now um, uh, my boy. I uh, can't believe I forget his name. And this is my main. Oh, Dragonoff. Oh, Dragonoff. Oh, man, that dude's yeah. strong, man. <laughs> yeah, that dude yeah, has like some hard hitting. Uh, Normals and he has so many damn uh, strings. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I like the emphasis on his uh, ground game too. Like you can damn near submit a person with that character. <laughs> I've been using but, um, uh, I've been using Victor. He just seems a bit easier. I don't have to worry about like all these damn like st- uh, different. Oh, too styles many uh, and... 
uh, yeah. formation dances and all that shit. I could just kind of just <laughs> start playing. So Victor's really right. easy. I mean, for Victor like a beginner. Combo heavy too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does have combos. Yeah, he, he has some damage to him, but he just seems a bit easier. Like, yeah. but I mean, Tekken's fun. But how, how's your juggle game so far? It's all right. I think um, playing Street Fighter Six helped me out. Um, but Tekken Eight yeah. seems a bit more beginner friendly compared to Tekken Seven. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably why I was able to what? get into it. I'll just give you a small little tip on it. If you do learn any character's launcher, um, don't underestimate your jab, leaving them suspended enough where you can have time to form different combos. Because once a person is in the air, there's only like brief amount of moments where you know, okay, this this will either bounce them back up or this will set them up for another combo that'll get them just a close enough to the wall where I can just continue just bombing on them. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. Alrighty. Uh so RIP, uh so we did hear the bad news about uh Apollo Creed, uh Carl Weathers uh died at 76. Uh he was in the yeah. Happy Gilmore, Arrested Development, Toy Story 4. Really? Okay. And Mandalorian which, you know, he was actually pretty cool in Mandalorian. Um, so told by Deadline uh, back in the beginning of the month, uh, he had died. Um, so RIP, I just want to do real RIP. It does suck, though. I really did like his character in Mandalorian, although it wasn't that, like he had a big role. But still, I mean, this guy's been in the film business for a very long time. Um, but I wonder what he died of. Was it like health? Concerns? Yeah, he's a great actor. But yeah, I just want to do an RIP. Any uh, thoughts on that? I just, just wanted to do a little quick shout out to uh, Carl Weathers. I actually got to meet him last year at Comic-Con when he came here. Oh, cool. Yeah. I I never watched the Rocky movies until like recently last year. And Apollo Creed was my favorite character throughout the whole series. So it's sad. Go to school, son. <laughs> That's oh, my okay, favorite Brianna. line. Yeah, Brianna, you're, um, you're in Cali? You're in Cali? Oh no, I'm in Michigan. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we're, right. we're you know we're all in the Midwest. Uh, some, I'm actually surprised we're not freezing right now, but you know, yeah. <laughs> okay, you so you're in Michigan too, then? Yeah, I'm in Michigan. She's in oh, Michigan. Right. Not everybody's right. in Michigan. Shout out to the Midwest. <laughs> I mean, oh. it was 60 degrees here like a few days ago, in February. I know, and then it's gonna now it's 30 something. So you yeah, just keep it's, your, uh, when it's winter time here in Michigan, you just keep your coat on. Like you don't, <laughs> does, you don't, you don't take even if it's like, dang, it's hot outside. Why you guys got your coat on? Because I'm like, because in ten minutes it's gonna change. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, uh, any Eisen make anything on Carl Weathers? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, we, we lost a great actor. Um, I I remember him as early as uh, I remember remember him a lot from in the heat of the night. Uh, you know, I'm telling my age, I guess now. But uh, <laughs> as, as well as you know, uh, uh, Predator and everything, but uh, I think uh, he had a really uh, great uh, career uh, for the time he was. Yeah, here. I want to just say, you know, definitely, you know, uh, what do you say, Omega? Your audio came out. I was just gonna say, you know, like I don't, you know, don't know him personally, but you know, as an actor over the years, he's he's been phenomenal um he he really I, I think he really nailed it with the mandalorian and um 
you know, just uh, dude even did some work with uh, one of the shows that I actually enjoy the most is uh, Arrested Development. And uh, he played a small role in that. And uh, they had him on a couple of episodes, but he, dude had this like, kind of like this, uh, just uh, this easy going smile that he would do uh in the in the show was I like saying, just hilarious uh, I, but i just love uh, the fact that uh that was a sitcom comedy oh, right? Go ahead. yeah wasn't that a sitcom yeah yeah okay i, I seen it that shit was funny as hell that had a uh, michael sierra right yeah it was it was more like a sitcom comedy they they ran for yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of seasons oh, yeah man that was that was a funny show that was hilarious but uh, uh what's going on Lou? Yeah, he he, yeah. he he was off the chain, dude. Like but uh mm. my condolences to his uh his loved ones and people that uh you know really enjoyed him uh, on on met him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my condolences. Mm. Yeah. Right, right. All right. Uh next up so uh, Disney buys 1.5 billion uh, stake in Epic Games to create expansion universe within Fortnite. So um, I saw you guys post this in the Discord. Um, I really don't like this. <laughs> this sounds terrible. Uh, so it says the universe will star our favorite characters from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Um, but it makes a lot of sense if you think about it, since the success from Fortnite's uh, realm. I mean, they've been blowing up every year. Um, adding new characters as DLC every single second they can from different IPs. And it seems like a train that's just not stopping. I don't, I don't even know what the player base of Fortnite, but I can imagine it's, it's pretty insane. Um, so the fact that they would create a universe within this thing is actually pretty genius. Um, it says news was revealed during the Q1 earnings. Um, it was announced that the new experience built in the Unreal Engine will let players create their own stories, experiences, express their fandom, and Disney way and share content with each other in ways that they love. Uh, Lou says, didn't Disney already have Lucas Arts and Disney Gaming? Uh, Lucas Arts. Okay, you're talking of Disney Gaming. I think yeah, Disney Gaming. That sounds like those more like uh, kind of child related Disney games. I think I think they did. Uh, Lou, I would have to look that up, Lou, first though, but. Lucas Arts. I, I would have to look that up, but that's a good question, though. Um, yeah, I, I, they bought everything from Lucas, so yeah, mm-hmm. they 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 already had. Yeah, they had that too. Mm-hmm. So it says that this is Disney's big, big uh, biggest entry over ever into the world of games and offering opportunities for growth and expansion. Um, what do you, what do you think, Eisen? What's your original uh, original thoughts on um, this Disney buy-in with uh, Epic? Um. Well, I'll tell you what I think it is. Um, I mean, they they've got to do something. I mean, uh, <laughs> they got they got a, they got a deep gash. They've been bleeding. They've been bleeding money because they've been putting out a lot of trash in movies. So they, <laughs> they've got to buy something to cover that up. Um, so uh, you know, uh, they got to do something. But um, I don't know um, if they're if they're gonna. Well, only time will tell. You know um how they'll venture you know how what kind of success they will have you know um into the gaming world um 
Um, I, I mean, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't expect good things from it. I mean, they already run enough movies and stories, so well, I, I think that wouldn't surprise me if they transition into gaming too. I'm gonna give y'all a reference point. So I just looked up Fortnite's uh, player count. So they had an all-time high two months ago of 11.6 million. Golly. Uh 24-hour peak was uh 4.4 million, and then players right now playing are 2.1 million. So I mean, their their player base is insane. So I can imagine uh, that being increasing or staying exactly where it is with the this Disney new buy-in. Um, so people are definitely enjoying the game. I mean, that's a that's a yearly ongoing. Uh, uh, game there. Uh, Omega, any thoughts on uh, Fortnite or Disney buying in? No. Stop buying up stuff. You might ruin it. <laughs> They're going to just drop all manner of Disney characters on this damn game that people love to play. Uh, it, usually the youth, of course. I mean, there are, are plethora of different ages that play this game but i, I don't <laughs> if they're gonna buy it they're gonna buy it but let's see if it don't go in a dumpster fire like you know how they decided doing marvel <laughs> yeah we'll see uh cloud any thoughts on uh disney and uh, epic they're gonna give mickey a gun that's all i need to know <laughs> they <laughs> own way too much like i just keep thinking every time disney buys something where i'm like my goodness like you know like what's left <laughs> you know because like if you're entering into gaming you already had like you you see obviously they have marvel star wars you know avatar but you know there's even more than that you think about anything that um 20th century um fox had before they bought them you know they've got they got predator they got you know all those yep. different franchises so i mean even when it comes to like i, I was thinking about when um when Bleach, you know, when they were um, putting out Thousand Year Blood War. And I remember in some mm. places they were saying, come into Disney Plus. I'm like, wait, come into Disney Plus. Then this one realized, oh, they own Hulu, which means that, you know, in a way, anything that, you know, is licensed or comes through, you know, from overseas, let's say like Bleach or whatever, I'm like, oh, they got a stake in that. So I'm well, like, what do they know? Yeah. Well, the, well, the difference there was they, they, they specifically went to buy the streaming rights uh the distribution rights for bleach that was that was kind of that was different and unique in that way yeah hold on hold on, hold on, also- hold on i just got an email disney just what? bought the talk to jump we can't even talk about this no more they just bought it okay we're bought, <laughs> bought out for, for how much out. everybody's bought uh about six grand man like they just they uh, I, I need like this in your account Add a million to that. Maybe not. <laughs> add a, add a million. <laughs> add a million. I don't buy, they can buy me out. They can buy us out. Shit. They can buy uh, us out. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Agent, Agent Summer, get get the account number. Get the account number now. <laughs> no, it's just it's just too much. You know where I'm like, if you know, like, I I'm, like I feel like Disney feels like they own creativity. And to be honest with you, it's at the point now where it's like. I'm kind of wondering at when and we talk about this all the time in Imaginos. Like our teacher Mark Dudley mm-hmm. talks about this. Like we wonder when are they gonna come and like split up Disney? Because if you have a monopoly, eventually the government does step in to split it up. So it's like I wonder how much more. Maybe the fact that you have Warner Brothers that's around and they own a few things, maybe that's what's stopping it from being considered a complete monopoly. 
But I'm like, yeah. I'm just waiting for one day to literally like go online and then all of a sudden find out Disney bought Warner Brothers. They own all the DC characters now and everybody else. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm waiting for that day. Hey, bro, if it comes down to that, Disney will probably buy America. Just, <laughs> just buy it. Okay. At that point, yeah. what can you do, right? <laughs> they're going to buy Planet Earth. Uh, they just yeah, bought Earth. Just buy planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the universe. Uh, Brianna, what do you think about Disney and that? <laughs> it, I'm just, I'm just kind of sick of Disney at this point. I was never into Fortnite to begin with, so Disney's not going to get me invested. If the weekend getting added to Fortnite didn't get me invested, nothing will. The weekend is my favorite artist. Oh yeah, they did add him. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> but yeah, Disney they added stuff him? now oh, is just okay. trash. That's interesting. So they started adding a. Uh, Art artists, musical artists to Fortnite, then I guess. So, does that mean Snoop Dogg's in there? <laughs> so, we gonna play with Taylor Swift? I think Ariana Grande's in there too. Wow, all right. Well, oh wow. I, I mean, they're, they're definitely getting some. Well, we can probably got some money for that anyway. I mean, to even agree to that. So, so we gonna see getting, Ariana Grande on Marvel versus Capcom 3 or something, right? Yeah, that, that's uh, <laughs> nah, that's that's over the top. <laughs> oh okay. Oh yeah, Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um, did a concert on Fortnite. Uh, I keep forgetting to um, check oh, that okay. out. Um, but quick little thing here. So uh, Capcom released a ten question little survey for Capcom fans. Um, basically, this is like a way to find out what uh, people are interested in. Like, you know, do you want to see a sequel in a new series or old series, or uh, how are they doing as a company with their current games and releases? Uh, so, you are if you're a Capcom fan, you should definitely uh, fill out the survey. Because they're doing this to test out what games they should be releasing or remaking or rebooting. So, um, Capcom's been doing pretty well so far. But as always, you know, if they keep releasing, if they release trash, we'll criticize it. Example, <laughs> Exo Primal, which no one cared about. But uh, they did do a good job with the recent Resident Evils, um, Street Fighter, and stuff like that. So, um, take the survey. I'll put it in the Discord uh, later after this show. Uh, so, check that out. I definitely need to fill it out myself. Uh, moving right along here. I've got some Yu-Gi-Oh news. Let's see here. Uh, so Yu-Gi-Oh uh, celebrates 25th anniversary with special anime. Uh, they're celebrating the 25th anniversary of uh, the official trading card game. Konami has gone out for the anime with a special new anime release, which was much different kind of series with the late uh, Kakuzi after launched the manga in pages of Suzuya Weekly Jump magazine. Um, so there's a trailer for that. I don't know if this is like a full series. I guess, it, wait, you could say, check out the Yu-Gi-Oh card game, The Chronicles below. So I don't know if it's a full series, but if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you might as well check it out. Um, well, I guess we can play it. Let's check it out. Let's check out a little trailer here. Wow, this is too long of a trailer. Six minutes? Let me see. Yeah, watch the six They're minutes. You all about Yu Gi Oh! There you <laughs> I like the anime. I like the animation. Yeah, the animation looks sick. Have they ever made a Yu Gi Oh! series that actually focused on? 
I have no idea. I don't think so. That would be an interesting series. I like don't maybe. think so. It just made me think about looking at this. Like it looks like it's like that's what they're doing. I don't know. <laughs> you know they they have very much a lot of potential trailer because <laughs> every one of these monsters or these cards could have been the origins of something. Yeah, I would be cool to see like a Dark Magician's origin story. Maybe that that's why I'm looking at this thinking maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Oh. That looks kind of cool. Story building wise, it could be its own store. It could have been possibly whatever time or you know when these cars were actually things. Okay, I don't want to play all this. This is too long. But um, <laughs> any thoughts on the uh, Brianna? Go ahead. Any thoughts on the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? You can get, go ahead and start. I mean, I like Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know anything about the card game, but I like the anime. But I I stopped watching it after five Ds, so I don't know anything past that. What was that? Uh, y'all remember uh, Swift? Swift made me watch one of those series. What was it? Five Ds did get what complicated, but what was five that Ds was when they were on motorcycles. I know. I can't remember. It was dinosaur It was the later one. I'm trying yeah, to look it was up the later one. one. I don't know why when I think of Five Ds, I just think of that old song. You know, I'm not gonna say because I don't want to get you know. You know, you, you know, I, you I like, get what yeah, you yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was, uh, it was on that hoop. You know, it was what? right. Yeah, it was uh, you know, uh, GX. That's, that that's the one I saw. Yeah, yeah I don't know. that was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I didn't care for Yu-Gi-Oh after the first one, so mm. it should have been me. I never tried five yet. Maybe I should. Um, is that worth trying? Apparently, y'all are saying. If you watch, you watch the Japanese version. Okay, we had a we had a had we had a homie here who forced me to watch GX, and I shit got cringe after like near the ending of that. Did you watch the Japanese version or the English version? Um, I think I watched the Japanese one, or I think I watched the English one, and then I switched it to Japanese. I just it was just weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna watch Yu-Gi-Oh, watch the Japanese version for any series. Yeah, yeah I, I, when you're a fifth what is it, a third rate duelist or a fourth rate duelist? Yeah, fourth rate be... duelist with third rate deck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kaiba. Dang, that's that's roasting. <laughs> Kaiba had the best insults. Yeah. So and anyone else have some thoughts on Yu-Gi-Oh? Mm, Yu-Gi-Oh uh, boy. <laughs> that millennium, I do. You, Gibo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cloud, anything else on Yu Gi Oh? Huh, you know, just I get nostalgic when I think of Yu Gi Oh, to be honest with you. You know, I'm like, I was just telling my girlfriend the other day, I'm like, I, 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 we were, I was going to a mall and I was like, man, I can remember when I was a kid and the entire mall, I remember they had a tournament. It took up the entire mall. She doesn't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like, you missed out on an amazing time. I was like nine or ten or whatever when that happened. I'm like, those are truly the days. I'm like, Yu-Gi-Oh definitely has to be, the, or at least at one point, was the most popular card game like ever. I feel like it had to have been, you know. Yeah, it was. It was definitely there. I think they still have a community. Um, I think right that still does content and you know. Oh yeah, for like sure, for sure. I'm yeah. you know. 
you know, but I remember when it when it first came out, like everybody and their grandma was playing. Like it was like kind of like when even with um what's the name of that game? Um even when it came out, uh the Pokemon um uh game where people were running around on their phone. I can't think of the name. Uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Go? Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Like it was like the trendy thing to do, you know, where everybody mm-hmm. was playing it. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, good old Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean nineties uh, was lit. I don't people can hate, but yeah, nineties a great time. Yeah, first oh, generation right. Yu-Gi-Oh was off the chain. Best, best of oh, them to me. Let me uh, let me go yeah. to uh, Eisen's. Uh, you got a article here that I also picked up. Ironically, um, go ahead on um, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Let's go. Go ahead. Okay, hold on. Let me load it. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, here in this uh, article I got from comicbook.com, uh, it's titled it. Dragon Ball Z named one of anime's most in-demand series of in-demand series of 2023. Um, yeah, uh, we know it's been around for decades. I think Dragon Ball started in the maybe in the 80s. Uh, originally, then you know you had Z in the 90s. They kind of uh, you know started the way they really kind of <laughs> had a uh, uh, it, it uptick of a wave of anime here um, in the states, but. I mean, in 2023, <laughs> it's the most in-demand series. I mean, come on, man. People got to, um, I mean, people got to expand their horizons. I mean, I mean, it's not even, Dragon Ball Z isn't even that great. I mean, it's it's fun. It's nostalgic. But, I mean, we, it's nothing more than a glorified fight fest. There's no real story to anything to it. Um, you, you know, you might have a few moments here and there where there's, seems something just a slightly deeper but other than that i mean it's nothing but a glorified fun fight fest and, and that's it um i don't know I, I think it kind of proves my point about people not like not really caring about story or whatever but that's all I. yeah can. so yeah you you got this article to stomp on dragon ball z i i, I picked this up to to give it praise <laughs> okay once again i know yeah lou with the tomatoes yeah 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 i know Smoke for Dragon Ball. I know we, we talked about this. We did a, a anime list uh, like a week ago or so. I know, I know the smoke, but it's still a foundational OG anime that without, I mean, without this series, I mean, you don't even have Shonen. Shonen would not be existing. I mean, no energy blasts, fighting through buildings. Man, you know, somebody would have done something. Somebody would have done something else, man. Well, the reason why I got this article was to. Because I knew you were gonna, you know, stomp on it, but I'm gonna have to take that stomp and just raise it up a bit. Just raise it up a bit. I mean, I can't help it. I'm from the '90s. I mean, but I'm not saying it's like the top anime ever, as because of course I also did my top ten anime, and Dragon Ball Z was not in my top ten. I think it wasn't. But it's still cool that it's still getting some high praise. Now I'm not saying it's the best anime out there, but it's foundational. That's my thing. Um, Megan, what do you think about the? Um, Dragon Ball Z still being in demand. But here's another thing about this. If it's still in demand from last year, that just shows that a lot of these new animes ain't shit. I'd be on the Shonen side at least. No, bull crap. That's basically what it's saying. Though. It just, like, shows, it just no, shows how popular Goku is. It, it's like, no, what it shows is people don't like anything oh, challenging. On, people God, want the same me. old crap. That's what it shows. <laughs> Who said Adolf's anime? <laughs> Adolf's <laughs> anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. 
Um, Cloud, what do you I, think about? Um, oh, go <laughs> ahead. Uh, Omega, was that you? Oh, I already said what. Yeah. Oh, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Know, just, yeah. So what I think when it comes to it, I think Dragon Ball, because so I actually I enjoy. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoy Dragon Ball. You know, well, am I saying it's the greatest thing ever? No, but I mean, it's something where I'm like. I can if I'm busy after a long work day. I'm like, hey, you know what? I just I don't want to invest too much, you know, into. It. I just want to watch it and just kind of have fun with it. It's that type of show for me, where it's like you don't have to put too much into it, you know. Right. Like, okay, some bad guy shows up, pissed off, whoops on everybody, and Goku's like, okay, I've been waiting for this guy. Let me fight him, you know. But I think what would be good for Dragon Ball, I'm this is what I've been saying for a while now, is if. Mm-hmm. Toriyama were to expand it in a sense, and maybe they're starting this with Dragon Ball Diamond, but not quite what I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of similar to how you have like DC or Marvel. Clearly, they're not, they don't want to stop Dragon Ball, so I'm like, why not tell some other stories in that universe that aren't just Goku? You know, maybe you start a series, and maybe you pick a main character on the you know one of the Namekians in Universe Six or something. It doesn't even have to be the characters that we know. It could be completely different. It could even be, and I've heard people say this online already. So this idea didn't originate for me. But like, you, why don't you even like maybe do a stories about hit having to do hits? You know, like on different people in the universe. Yeah, that'd or, be kind of cool. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Oh, you, I wouldn't mind that. You know yeah, why they don't do that, Cloud? Because there's risk. <laughs> no, it's not risk. because there's not risk. It's because people don't like change. Most mm-hmm. people want to. Most people that are Dragon Ball fans, oh, here we go. They, here we they go. like they they like the they like the same dumb protagonist. I mean that persona. That's what they like. So they they, the they watch it. You see Goku. Yeah. <laughs> like I even look at like what is it? Um, and you're probably right. Like like um, what was it Dragon Ball Heroes? Right. Uh-huh. Dragon Ball Heroes. Now I do not like Dragon Ball Heroes. I'm gonna be honest with you. I tried it. Don't like it. I'm like, and I get okay. You want to sell toys, but I'm thinking, why not do Dragon Ball Heroes? Should have been what if, just like how they, Marvel does what if. It should have been like that, where I'm like, you you mm-hmm. took because I mean clearly that's kind of like the concept, but there's no real story. It's just guys just showing up and getting to a room and just fighting. You know, it makes me think of like yeah. some kind of Family Guy cutaway or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, <laughs> like seriously. So it's like, I wish they spent a little bit more time and didn't just like throw stuff at the screen and you know, like like actual what if where it'd be like, huh? And they've had a couple like like what if kind of scenarios that were so- somewhat solid here or there. Like I think they had one where it was Future Gohan, and it was like, well, what if the androids killed Trunks? And Balma instead of future Gohan, and then he kind of seemed like he was bad, but they didn't expand on it. They just kind of showed him being kind of mad, and he's fighting tr- trunks for another timeline, but they didn't really expand on that at all, or you know, really develop anything. Oh, yeah, and that's I where my that. issue is. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with Dragon Ball Dama, like we've talked about it before, we're our theories, you know, I, I, I think it's gonna be kind of like a Titan Go type scenario, like, I don't think we're gonna really like it. Um, because you know, we did hear about the manga ending with Dragon Ball Super, so I mean, this does give Daima a good chance to kind of you know be the next thing and the, the whatever they're trying to do. But I, I don't know, I just don't want to get you know, I don't want my expectations to be too high, <laughs> sadly, you know, because you know, that's just how it is with this. This, uh, I don't think fandoms. Super's manga is ending, I think they're continuing that, you know, I think. Oh. 
Yeah, so Super Smaga is still going. Like they have oh. the whole Black Freeze and stuff that they're still doing, you know, or whatever. But I'm not, you know, I think they're just going to do them at the same time, which is like, I'm like, if you're going to expand the Dragon Ball universe, let's do some stories that don't always involve Goku. Unless you might as well just rename the show and call it Goku. And that's it. Like you have Naruto, call it Goku. <laughs> I'm telling you, they they missing out on using some of these uh, the human characters as even uh, potential. I mean, I, remember I, when they tried to make Gohan the main character and then they backed out of that? They yeah, did. We, yeah. We, we always talk about how annoying they you know that they was a that up. terrible miss. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Like honestly, I know a lot of people didn't like Dragon Ball Super superhero, but that movie was refreshing to me because I actually like, enjoyed wow. it. Yeah, like I, I I thought it was cool because I'm like even aside from going going to be my favorite character, I'm glad that they did something with Piccolo. Like it was really Piccolo's movie, and it was nice. But, it was. Let let me ask you: Did you feel a little lackluster though with Piccolo's transformation? Like I kind of felt like they just colored him a different palette and made him a little more bulkier. But I didn't. I, I was he, looking for something like way different looking. He to me looks like Lord Slug, so I didn't mind that because he kind of ah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, right. So I felt like they were kind of going for that. So I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine, especially going with the lore and everything. And if they're, you know, if you're gonna kind of somewhat canonic, you know, make make um Lord Slug canon in terms of like, oh, he was a super Namekian. Like to me, it mm. almost felt like that was really what a super Namekian was like, okay, fine. As long as you don't get Piccolo 50,000 transformations, we don't find out he's an ultra Namekian next week. I'm good. You know? Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Namekians, the cool thing about them to me is always the Namekian God. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't need a bunch of transformations. They're just like, to me, your average Namekian is stronger than your average Saiyan, but Saiyans have that whole thing that they they get more and more powerful, you know, when they're hurt and they recover. So it's almost like yeah. they have the better genetics, but like if you look at like just who's at, stronger on average, it's really Namekians. Yeah, because that race people. ain't no pushovers either. I mean, really, they they they, they threw. Down, I wanted to get you know. to uh, Brianna. What was your thoughts on Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and all that? I mean, I liked Dragon Ball as a kid, as an adult. I kind of look, I look back at the older stuff like after the cell after the cell saga I kind of just don't care Checks anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It peaked at the uh, cell saga for me. Okay. Wait. Let me see something here. Uh, Lou's just going in. All right, Lou. We get it. Golly, you, it's, it's going in. Okay. How many drag uh, movies did Broly need? Well, I don't agree that he needs. I think additionally like he had three, but, right? Didn't yeah, have, but no, honestly, like yeah. due to due the to Broly, Broly three is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the first yeah. one seemed the most. The first one was, was great. The second one was just kind of mid, and the third one was just kind of stupid and trolling. Like they were just trolling yeah. and trolling on that. Uh, I don't know why they released that damn crap. That shit was stupid. You, you just you just dumped uh, Broly in a toilet, <laughs> and, <that's dead. laughs> and then you said, "Oh, let's release the movie." It's just like, uh, okay. It's like the regular you know, Broly would have like, what the. This, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess the thing about it, there's three versions of Broly in canon. I want you know, we're not canon, but there's three yeah, versions but, of Broly. Right. Yeah, and that that was just ridiculous. So usually trying to take that from my mind. But for the Nobody people that are talking about Bio Broly, you know, they need to put him in um 
and uh, Sparking Zero, since it's like the was it the sequel to Tenkaichi Three? I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, but bro, it, it, we had the weirdest death uh, of all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that is the next Dragon Ball Z game coming out. Um, Sparking Zero. Um, I think that's. I don't know if we got a release date yet, though. But hopefully, you know, we get that pretty soon. But I just wanted to go back to uh, your um, website here before we go to our intermission and our little commercial break. Uh, next, so people that are new here, we got Cloud uh, from Shining Otaku and uh, Brianna over here from Shining Otaku. Um, they are publishers and writers. Um, they got their new thing coming out, Origami Sucker Punch uh, number one. And my next question for Cloud was, because uh, well, you had a video about um, comics are hard as hell, the honest truth. Like, what are some of the challenges that you go through as a um, Publisher trying to make content, um, you know, comic books, manga. Well, what's some of the challenges, pros and cons that you go through? Well, one of the things that we're doing in comics is oftentimes it's a team sport. So even if you're working, some people do it where it's just like the, they might do the art and the writing, you know, and then, you know, some, yeah. but even if you're doing the art and the writing, you know, it's still good to have someone edit your content because obviously there's things that you can't see, you know, and then on top of that, you know, there's lettering involved, like, there's there's a lot of different functions to it. So you have the the usually the penciler, the inker, the um, you might have the letterer, um, the editor. You know, then you have the publisher, whoever you know is putting together and every the entire book. And you have all these people, and everyone has to kind of collaborate together to make it happen. Usually in a certain time frame, in some cases, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, with a lot of moving parts in anything, if you guys have ever done a group project, you know, even in school, you know, everybody moves at their own pace, everybody works in their own way. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and that can really be where a lot of the challenges come into play, you know, like there's been times or even with, I'm going to say just as a writer, right, I'm a writer, I'm working with an artist, and I might give them a script, and they only can go based off of what they visually see in their head from what, what the script is. So obviously then there's creative, there could be creative differences. You might have be like, Hey, the care, you know, um, you know, X, Y, Z character. Like I might be, I'm just going to use Dragon Ball as an example. Let's say I was writing Dragon Ball, you know, um, I might think that um, Gohan should have, you know, his, he should have a, um, uh, um, he should look the way he does in the Super Saiyan Beast transformation, or not Super Saiyan Beast, but the uh, uh, the Gohan Beast transformation that we saw, right? But mm -hmm. artists may interpret it looking more like um, Alter Ego for Vegeta, you know? And even though that might be something a little bit more minor, sometimes when it comes to storytelling and events that happen in the story, you know, there can be differences with that. And, you know, there can be creative clashes. So there's, I mean, there's a lot that can go into play with with doing stuff creatively. So I don't want to ramble on about it too long, but like, mm -hmm. you know, when you have these issues and everybody, some artists move slow, some writers move slow, you know, it sometimes those things can be a little bit frustrating, you know, when you're working with different people, so. Yeah. Okay. Isn't there like a, um... Because this is you're, this is your whole living, isn't it? You you rely on uh, this this whole thing, right? As a living. So actually, well, no, I don't. You know, um, I don't. I don't think anybody in the group does right now. Because comics. One thing about doing comics, you'll quickly find out that 
many. I'm talking about even people who probably work and do comics for Marvel and DC today. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, doesn't necessarily, unless you're like at the top of the game, you're they probably, still got got, yeah, you still got to, you know, make yeah. a living. So I, I work a oh, full-time yeah. job on top of doing this, which is, which makes it a little, you know, very hard because it's like having two full-time jobs, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Got so it. there's, there's a lot involved. So, you know, when you go to a, uh, for example, a convention, it's like mm-hmm. working an eight hour shift because you're there, you know, essentially opening up a store for three mm-hmm. days and going there and selling books, talking with people, you know, and conversing with, you know, with uh, potential fans and people who are, you know, um, who enjoy that, that kind of content, you know, um, and, th- and it's fun to do, you know, but it can be exhausting because imagine doing that right after you get off work, you know, so. Yeah, and you ain't lying about that. Like, okay. I, for me, for me, like, when I, because I do, like, anime and, like, comic, like, art and stuff, so. It's like once you get off of that job, you just you put your work into it, but you realize before you even know it, it's like damn near nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and you like, okay, I already written this, I did the pencil for that, but you know, if you're doing it by yourself alone, it's a lot. Like, I mean, it'll get to the point where it's like, okay, now I gotta ink this, and I'm like screw that i gotta go to work in the morning so <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be put on the back burner <laughs> yeah and i mean i quickly just want to say like you know on our youtube channel like this and i actually have that kind of like uh under my um name for those who you know are you know curious about it like um shining otaku um was a one four eight zero like on that channel we mm-hmm. talk with a lot of creators in the industry and i mean you know most of them you know are you know manga related but we've even talked to people who've done other um, creative endeavors. So we've talked with people who, we did talk to uh, Kazuo Mayakawa, as you see there on the screen. He did the manga for uh, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, you know, in Japan. Uh, so we, you know, had an interpreter on that interview and, you know, talk with him. We talked with Todd Johnson. He sold uh, a comic called Tribe in the 90s and it's actually going through a rebirth right now. What's so important about Tribe, especially, you know, in Black history, where, you know, with this being February, is the Tribe has has literally, to this day, the record for the most sold Black comic of all time, like by any creator. All right. Like, That's you awesome. know, so that was an image comic. So, and he's actually local. So, you know, we know him personally. Uh, oh. But um, we talked to the founder of Anime News Network. You know, he came on, Justin uh, Savakis. You know, we've... Oh, yeah. You know, so a lot of... But whenever we talk to people on the channel, it's always from a creative perspective to understand how the industry works. We even talked to um, uh, Steve Savali. And one thing about Steve Savali, he did a lot of the animation credits for shows like WandaVision, uh, Lightyear, you know, a lot of... Um, um, you know, like Disney Pixar shows, like the title animation, mm-hmm. um, things that you don't necessarily think about, but, you know, um, obviously ma- make the shows that we like, you know, a lot of us enjoy. So, yeah. um, but just bringing this back to manga and everything, or even like just working on creative endeavors, period. Like, you know, I don't want to speak, you know, too much for Brianna, you know, in terms of maybe, you know, how she feels about it. But, you know, even though it's very fun, it can be challenging. You know, there's just a lot that goes into it. So. Yeah, yeah, I definitely wanted to uh, bring it back to Brianna. What was some of the challenges you go through as a, um, a writer? For me, my main challenge right now is time management, because mm. I work a not well. I work a 
4 a.m. No, a 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift. So for me, it's I have to go to bed early and get up early. So usually by the time I get home, I'm kind of worn out. So I don't really it's hard to find the motivation to continue writing after dealing with people all day. Mm-hmm. But also, it's kind of therapeutic in a way, because when I get home, I just lock myself in my room. I'm by myself. I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just like release all my feelings on paper. But it's just getting my mind to mentally be ready for that, because I work at Walmart, so I'm dealing with irritating people pretty much all day. So I have to just kind of get out of that Ooh. mindset when I get home and just to decompress. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, stay awake because I I will not lie to you guys. There has been many times where I've been at the desk and I'm working on something and then just like that, it's 11 o'clock. I'm surprised I'm still (laughs) awake right now, honestly. Hey, I'm glad you're awake. Shout out to everybody that is within this industry. And I I do really appreciate to to see that it's a lot of Black Americans that are into uh, manga and also they show respect to where the origins of that comes from, from Japan. Uh, but yeah, I, I've done it. Uh, I've been on Instagram actually just drawing and sure enough, fell asleep on Instagram. <laughs> so there was that, but the, the cool thing about that though, I woke back up and I continued where I left off, <laughs> which was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Like this, this is comics are not easy. I think people think, Oh, you just, you know, draw or you just put a, you know, come up with a story and that's that. And Mm -hmm. I think even sometimes amongst creators, I think people may not respect each other because I'm like, writing isn't easy and art definitely isn't easy. Right. You don't see me drawing like there's, you know, you have to have an understanding of contrapasto, you know, like sometimes people's stuff looks stiff, you know, and that's because, you know, I think they look at manga like it's an easy thing. You know, our teacher talks about that all the time and it's like, like, no, you have to understand the fu- fundamentals of drawing and the fundamentals of writing, you know, to be able yeah. to do that. You know, you can have a, people, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have a good story concept, but their execution is poor. Like, I even, that's why, I, I'm, you know, using Dragon Ball, because it's an easy example to give everyone. I think that Dragon Ball Heroes has a good concept, but the execution is very poor. <laughs> you know, that's why I compared it to what if, and I said it should be trying to do what what if does, you know. Like, we're gonna try. I'm sure we've been there where you're working on a project or doing some, because I've, I've had certain pieces where like people want me to draw something for them. It might just be a tattoo or just actually they're gonna hang it up on their wall eventually. But um, I, I'll never forget where they've written down some descriptive and I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is almost like in hindsight, what a writer would be giving you to go ahead and put on paper. But then they added like cows and I was like, oh, they would add, I do not, I suck at drawing cows. What the hell? But then I like looked at it further and it was like, oh, it can be anime cartoonish cows. And I was like, yes. Okay. I can nail that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, and I know uh, a lot of the artists experience stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna do a quick uh, break uh, for intermission. We'll be back in like three five minutes. So go get your drinks, water, whatever, and we'll be right back. If you missed the first half, you can watch it on the playback or just rewind it, and we'll be right back to finish up the rest of uh, episode uh, fifty-two. So we will be right back. Go get a drink or something, or do what you got to do. We'll be right back. 
right, we are back with episode 52. Looks like Brianna had to go uh, for work. Uh, but shout out to Brianna for coming in. Um, appreciate her coming on. Oh. Well, well, I think that's your TV. Many nerds would agree that the time following the fourth ninja war, what many fans refer to as the blank period, is a time of great pizza. Gonna meet you real quick. Um, so shout out to if you missed the first half, you can check it out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. You can check that out in the description. Uh, once again, shout out to Brianna for coming on. Um, and like I said, you can also check out uh, Shining Otaku's channel. I did put it in the description, and you can check out their channel on YouTube, Shining Otaku. Just search that on YouTube, or you can also go to shiningotaku.com and check out their website uh, here with the... Uh, hello, uh, hello. <laughs> oh, no, you're good? You're good now? I think you're, you're, you're good? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good, 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 good. What the hell? Oh, this dude... Who's this dude? Leroy. All right. About to do you a favor. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Leroy. Let's see. What is this? There you go. <laughs> uh, that was random. All right. I got a couple things uh, to cover here. Let's check. This yes, this was another one here. Uh, so Beetlejuice uh, poster reveal, clever title for the sequel, a uh, Tim Burton's cult classic. Beetlejuice will return with a, a clever titled sequel. Uh, no trailer yet, um, but looks like uh, wait, actually we got a release date, uh, September six uh, for Beetlejuice, and this is Beetlejuice two and showing the the, uh, the title twice. Um, once again, this is another uh, series that. And it's like, why are you doing this now? I mean, this came from 1988. So um, we'll have to see if this is going to be good. But of course, I mean, if, we're, if we got Keaton back, I mean, Keaton's usually a, he's a pretty good actor. I like a lot of his movies. Um, so, I mean, nothing really hype. But, you know, I just want to see what they can do with a sequel with for Beetlejuice. I don't know why they didn't do it earlier. But um, uh, Cloud, any thoughts on Beetlejuice 2 coming out later this year? You know, I'm like, you know, when it comes to uh, Beetlejuice, ah, I'm trying to remember the first one. I mean, I, I remember back in the day. I I think I even remember, wasn't there like a cartoon and everything on Nickelodeon with it too, if I'm not mistaken? Or yeah, I, might be, I, think, know, I think it did have a cartoon, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm honestly, you know, it's been so long. I still need to, I probably need to rewatch the first one, to be honest with you, you know. Right, yeah. We did have, a, the cartoon came out uh 89, I think. Yep, 89. That was a long time ago. Um, any thoughts, uh, Eisen, on the Beetlejuice 2? Um, I just don't get it. I mean, you know, Keaton's an old man now. Um, this is like almost 40 years too late. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I never was, you know, big on it anyways, but I mean, I know a lot of people were, but I mean, to wait to wait till now to do it, I. I don't know. It, it 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 may it probably will do well just because nothing else in Hollywood is you know selling worth the crap. So this this might bring them back in. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know how it's going to do money-wise. I mean, if anything, I would just say put it on streaming services and then just don't bother bother putting it in the theaters, you know? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know what going to make. I, I, th I think you'd want to wait to stream it or do anything. I think this one, you, I mean, this is the one you, you, you'd you want to, uh, this is the one that, that could probably, out of nostalgia reasons, get people back into the theater, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Amiga, what do you think about um, Beetlejuice 2 coming back? It's showtime. You know what's crazy about it? Was it Beetlejuice was kind of like the Joker in a way? Or am I, am I crazy on that? Uh, no, you're definitely on point. He was a little screwy loose, but if you, I, I don't know if it's lore or not, and I could be incorrect, but they do go into somewhat detail what he was before. He died, and I believe he was a salesman, but he probably used a lot of con, you know, grip in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude was, he was throwing that shady game at motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, dude had to, I mean, I've always been a fan of Beetlejuice, but um, I'm looking forward to this too. I mean, it's been so long though, but like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I hey, Put it like this to all the like folks in the goth and emo uh community we know y'all going to watch it <laughs> so it, oh it yeah do, like yeah you know what they should have done they should have released it in halloween like october month they should have done i just i just love that favorite yeah. quote that he says go ahead make my millennium <laughs> but he, he had like a southern kind of like playing to himself though but it mm -hmm. that that character was off the chain man trying to trying to trick somebody up out of their life to get re you know to win so you get back into life is is a trip mm -hmm. uh so just a little update on for people that care super bowl looks like the 49ers are winning right now 10 to 3. it's already quarter three crazy uh -oh. for the football folks I just, so for all know, the folks that bet, they getting their money. You know what's <laughs> funny? Like, you know, I've never really cared much about football, but I'm like, this was the one year I did care. See, I'm I'm from obviously from Michigan, so I was rooting for the Lions. I'm so I'm still sad. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, I was actually looking forward to it. I'm like, so I'm kind of bitter. I'm like, I'm not I, watching that Super Bowl. I thought they were going to get there. To be honest. I think a lot of people did, and that's why I'm like, I'm so bitter. I'm like, they they turned into their old selves. Where I'm like, this was like here, everybody and their mama was excited. Like people, like my mom doesn't care about football either. She was excited, you know. And it's like, I'm mm -hmm. like, dang, how y'all dropped the ball? Like we we've never made it that far. <laughs> that's not to mm -hmm. say that, but oh. mm -hmm. okay. Uh, so got some my Hero Academia news. Uh, so we have uh, My Hero Academia f uh, fourth film reveals trailer, visual title, and uh, August 2nd premiere. Um, so the Twitter account and official website announced the news. Uh, we'll be coming out later this year. The fourth film titled You're Next. Okay. I mean, it could have been a better title, but whatever. Um, the movies have pretty, been pretty good. I think the last one was pretty good, too. I forgot what year that came out, but... Um, most people like the movies. Um, 
let's see. So yeah, Heroes Ri Rising was in 2019. Then we had World's Heroes Mission 2021. Okay. And what was, that was a, yeah, they had a memory special. What was the other one? It's Rising. Oh, okay, two heroes. Yeah, that came out 2018. Okay, okay. So it's been a while um, since we've gotten a, uh, a new film. Uh, any uh, thoughts on uh, My Hero Academia um, Cloud getting a uh, new film? I have not watched My Hero since the first season. I watched the first season. Um, My Hero has always seemed cool in concept to me. I feel like if My Hero had came out back when I was in high school, I probably would have been super into it. Like Naruto, it kind of looks like it has that kind of fun feel like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I might, you know, try to give it another try again. I'm like, I know um, I'm into the anime movies. Like I usually, like if I see a movie of something, like what was it, like the Demon Slayer movies, I watched a lot of those. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, I'm happy that it is. I mean, anything good for anime, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree too. Like if it came out like maybe early 2000s or like back then, yeah, I would have definitely been a more hardcore fan of it. Um, it, it does have a lot of cool moments. I mean, sure. Um, but I'm not like rewatching my hero, my hero academia a lot. Like I probably should have if it was maybe if it came out a bit earlier during that uh, high school, early college time. Uh, has any thoughts on uh, my hero academia? Have you seen uh, my hero yet? I have not seen it yet. Um, okay, well, yeah, I guess that's I on your backlog. That's on your uh, your next backlog there. Um, uh, Omega, did you any thoughts on uh, the fourth film from uh, My Hero Academia? Uh, no, I don't have too many thoughts on it. I mean, it, I I've enjoyed it so far. So, yeah, mm -hmm. seems a bit. I mean, it's popular, so. Mm -hmm. So we got another thing coming back from the old times. Um, now we got uh, 28 Days Later uh, with Cillian Murphy boards the sequel. So it's like Cillian gets involved as Sony wins the bidding war for the sequel to 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. Um, it says uh, it reported that 28 Days writer Alex uh, Garland and director Danny were teaming back up to develop 28 years later. The, uh, the film marks the third installation of the franchise after uh, 2002 original and the 07 sequel. Uh, so it looks like we're getting another um, vampire movie of 28 uh, years later. So this is, it's intended to come with a part two, but Boyle will direct the first installment. Garland will still be penning the second film. Um, so any thoughts on 28 years later coming out, which is going to be the third movie? Um, of a very old classic. Um, I really don't remember. This is back in 02 and 07. I mean, this is a long time ago. Um, any thoughts, uh, Cloud? I need to watch the original. <laughs> I didn't see the original either. But I mean, I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm like, I could see myself going to go see this, though. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm in that kind of, those kind of movies. So. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've saw those ones. Um, I did any thoughts. Um, yeah, I saw the the first one. Um, I didn't care too much for the twenty eight weeks later. Uh, but golly, yeah, yeah, it does seem like it has been twenty eight years later, literally. Uh, <laughs> so um, I, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know what to think about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, uh, Dreads? What do you think? Yeah, so I'm definitely always into like freaking horror movies. So this is always going to be a, a great thing for me. Um, I did like the the fact that they treated the zombies more like a virus in a sense. Uh, and it, I don't know if it, if they, you know how some movies be like, oh, this virus was because of chemical or this was uh, natural or whatnot, but mm. those zombies were fast, bro. Like, it, it, I don't know if they hired really runners of triathlons or whatever, but it's, they were, these are not your run of the mill, like slow lurching zombies. But if, if you do realize Night of the Living Dead, always had mm-hmm. zombies that were somewhat slow but they just were in a mass so like before you knew it you were already surrounded you know so uh but the the sequel to that is great so it, it i want to see where they actually go with this um hopefully the it brings in a lot of dough for the franchise and uh yeah i'll be uh i'll be definitely putting a review on it I think the best. Hey, you know I'm going to watch that shit at midnight too. So, <laughs> I think the best zombies that I've seen is from Army of the Dead. You know, with the Zack Snyder movie. Because when I saw them oh, zombies yeah, doing martial awesome. arts, I was like, "Oh, I'm like, okay, all right, I see y'all." Yeah, they made those zombies retain somewhat of whatever that person's thing was. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, more depth to it. I was like, shoot, I'm not messing with those zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll, I'll actually say Resident Evil 1, the movie, they have, their zombies are pretty good, too. Yeah, they're all right. Um, all right, let me get to this next one here. Sorry about that. Got all these tabs on my screen. All right, uh, next up. So Evo. Evo reveals uh, their main uh, game lineup. So they will be having Tekken 8, Guilty Gear Strive, King of Fighters, uh, Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter, Third Strike, and uh, Street Fighter 6 as well. Um, now, this will be going during... Oh, also Grand Blue um, versus Rising. Can't forget that. Um, then also, this will be July 19th to the 21st of summer in Las Vegas. Um, they also have a website. You could, we could go to, you can go to Evo's Twitter, and also they have a site called Evo.gg. For more information um i watched it actually last year a little bit i didn't watch every single game but i mainly watched like street fighter um so i'll, I'll probably be watching street fighter 8 and street fighter 6 at least um hopefully we get some announcements um i'm i have a theory prediction that we might be getting a akuma trailer for a street fighter 6 that would be kind of dope or at least a teaser or something um but we might get some other stuff too that we'll have to see but that will be happening during July, uh, mid-July. Um, also, uh, linking to Evo, um, did anyone see the Ed Street Fighter Six trailer that came out um, not too long ago? I think a week, of, last week or so. Bruh, I seen it and I was like, damn, like they trying to make Ed like Dudley that can snatch your ass off the ground and still beat you down. <laughs> like, But I, yeah. I, I do like the fact, though, that 
if you know all those players that jump, jumpy, jump, 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 they're gonna have a hard time with this guy because if 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 you can if you can read their jumps, mm-hmm. it they they're gonna have no choice but to actually ground fight or just close the distance with the rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Ed looks really good in Street Fighter Six. I mean, he has he's no yeah. more kicks, all punches. Um, I saw a really good fireball, a really good normals. Uh, looks like he has really good supers too. A uh, good uppercut. Um, he can actually he got the modern, punch, modern, uh, and he, projectiles and he too. Yeah, he got he can block projectiles. He has the uh, half circle movements for classic uh, moves. I mean, um, hopefully he has some good throw loops and. But he looks really good. A lot of people are saying uh, good positive stuff about the trailer. So uh, Capcom just needs to keep doing what they're doing, man. Um, I don't know yeah. if Dudley's ever going to come after this. But, I mean, we've had two boxers in the same game before. But um, a lot of people were saying that Ed kind of reminds him of Steve Fox from Tekken, which I do agree. He does kind of feel like uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the official uh, Steve Fox um, from Street Fighter Six. But uh, any uh, thoughts about Evo? Um, anyone going to watch it? I'm definitely watching it. At least some of it, not all of it, but as long as hell. I won't read. I won't watch. I won't watch it. But I would love to go to it one day. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I definitely. Would yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. probably not watching it. Um, like I said, you know, I tapped out of fighting games a long time ago. You know, it just ain't the same. Whenever you know, used to pile up in a room and pass the controller. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, good old days. It, yeah, definitely will be watching um some of it. I mean, a lot of good fights. Um, next up, we got a rumor for the release date for X Men ninety seven. Um, release date revealed. It says uh, we'll be wow, only ten episode. Well, ten episode, ten episode season will premiere on Disney Plus um in mid to late March of this year. Man, only ten episodes. Man, dude, Disney Plus man with there is no excuse for only 10 episodes. I don't want I mean, this is animated, so that sucks, dude. Um, so this got this got announced back in 2021 with the, the continuation of the animated series X-Men that came out um, with 76 episodes between 1992 and 1997. Um, any thoughts on the new X-Men only having 10 episodes? I don't really like that. Um, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't really care for it, but um it doesn't surprise me you know it's it, you know i mean like i said D- disney is uh been they're bleeding um and these wounds haven't been healing up because of all this other trash that they've been pushing out um so they, they probably don't probably can't afford to be <laughs> paying can you not afford it? well oh, they, they yeah, can't afford to be actors. paying voice yeah. actors past 10 episodes right now uh yeah hey, you know they you know they've invested a lot in pushing out trash that you know it's not been doing well as far as bringing in money and um bringing in income um the good thing i think about this x-men 97 is that it it does uh have um oh gosh uh but uh, it it, people from the old x-men uncanny i think uh maybe showrunners and everything they were um they're back on this on the project for this so maybe they'll be able to kind of uh keep this um you know the same old uh uncanny x-men feel and uh and uh keep it with you know quality and uh entertaining stories and uh uh things going on in the x-men universe mm-hmm. uh mega any thoughts on um 
X-Men's release date or uh, episode numbers? Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it, bro. Like, it, it, I I won't even be, like, I'm going to, I I think I'm going to hit up my, even my uncle uh, <laughs> to uh, actually watch it because me and him, uh, that was like our thing. Like, you know, we sat down and watched X-Men in the early mornings. So, uh, yeah, pretty excited for it. I wonder if they'll actually, like, possibly, uh, like, if it'll be just more fleshed out or if they're actually going for, like, maybe even a kind of avatar look, you know, who knows? But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's interesting to bring back uh, the 90s. Like, uh, they they have the bombers, like, like, stories. So, yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah, man, Racer, you ain't. Racer done posted this old shit. Golly. I ain't got to lie. I can't, I can't, I can't negate that it is Disney. So let's, let's just cross our fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Racer ain't shit. What do you think, Cloud, about um, the X-Men release window in 10, uh, 10 episodes? What do you think? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think, uh, you know, um, I think they're going to probably end up doing more with those X-Men. Like, I'm pretty sure those are probably going to appear in the live action. You know, maybe it's probably the only reason why they're doing the um, the X-Men 97 because they're planning on making maybe making those cameo. Maybe those are going to maybe that's the one uh, the uh, the same beast that we saw at the end of um, the Marvels. You know, mm-hmm. so for all we know, we might even end up seeing uh, Monica in X-Men 97. You know, maybe it picks up right after the Marvels. I'm not sure. But um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Ten episodes. Yeah, that might be short. But then I also think, too, it depends on how long the episodes are. So, uh, Well, knowing Disney Plus, I mean, they're going to give you like 10 minutes of like credits. Oh, yeah. Know? I have no I hate that, you know, <laughs> when they do that. But no, I think it's. It should be fun. Either way they do it, it should be fun. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully they catch everybody up to speed because I don't remember how the show ended before, you know, the original show. So hopefully they do a previously on X-Men and summarize everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Uh, so a little bit of rapid fire. Uh, how much time do you have? Uh, you How much time do you have, uh, Cloud? Um, I have about probably about, about 20 more minutes. Okay, that's, that's cool. We're about to actually, we're, we're getting close to the two hour mark anyway. Uh, so we got a little bit of rapid fire here, really quick stuff here. So uh, Spider-Man 2 update coming next month will include, uh, finally, New Game Plus and new suits. Uh, we've been waiting for this for a while since it came out last year. Uh, we'll be getting this March 7th. Uh, so if you haven't played Spider-Man 2 yet on the PS5, you might as well go ahead and you can just wait till next month to get uh, New Game Plus and uh, some new content. Hopefully that's free. Um, hopefully, I don't think they'll, they'll cost us, hopefully. Um, but any um, thoughts on Spider-Man 2 that came out last year? Uh, did win a lot of awards uh, in different um, uh, medias and stuff like that. Um, any thoughts on Spider-Man 2? You know, I would, I'm would. i happy that Spider-Man 2 is doing well. I still haven't played Spider-Man 1, but I actually can play it now because I was on Steam the other day and I realized, oh, it's no longer a PlayStation exclusive. So I'm going to try to get into the Spider-Man games now. I mean, I've seen so much people post on it. So hopefully they do put Spider-Man 2 on there on Steam somewhat soon. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to that. So, 
Oh, yeah. How about you, uh, Isaac? Any? Uh, well, you didn't play tournament too. Any? Uh, off yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't play, so I really don't have anything on this right now. Okay. How about you, Omega? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Spider-Man uh, One was amazing, so yeah, um, should be awesome. Like brand new suits. Uh, I say, bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely. I'll probably play it again. I mean, I played it um, twice already, but I will be definitely playing it again with new game plus um, and the new suits. Um, then we got some Sonic Sega news here. Uh, so uh, Knuckles' uh, release date announced alongside first trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog spinoff. So it looks like Knuckles is getting his own show. Uh, will be available Paramount on April 26th. Um, other territories will be the 27th. And uh, yeah, uh, Knuckles will be getting his spinoff series with, of course, uh, Eldris Elba as the voice actor. Um, any thoughts on uh, this? And this will be canon connecting to the Sonic verse, whatever, before Sonic 3 comes out. Any thoughts on Knuckles getting his own uh, TV show? Only thing is, they should have called it and Knuckles. I've seen somebody put a comment like that, and I mm -hmm. literally agree because then it would have been like Sonic 3 and Knuckles, if you get it, you know. Mm -hmm. They should call it Ann Knuckles. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be awesome. I mean, Aegis album want that work. He did a good voiceover, and I think a lot of people were well uh, taking place of his uh, whole warrior attitude. I mean, he speaks definitely like a ancient warrior would. So. Um, mm -hmm. That has uh, its own comedy with it, too. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it should be good. How about you, um, Eisen? Any thoughts? Man, I ain't got no thoughts. I, I haven't done anything Sonic since the Dreamcast. Damn. You didn't <laughs> watch the new Sonic movies, though? Heck no. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. No. I'm happy to see Sonic getting some love. I, I'm like, I'm actually a Sonic fan. I mean, I'm not a super fan, but every now and then I'll get me a Sonic game every once in a blue moon. Yeah, and, you know, the movies are actually doing quite well, too. I mean, they're actually making decent money. So, I mean, at least it's not like the video game side where they're just like, you know, releasing these trash games. But the movie side is doing, for right now, it's doing okay. And I think even, um, what, Sonic Prime on Netflix? I don't, I didn't really hear anyone talk really any mess on that one either. So, on the movie side, they're doing okay, at least for now. Game side needs to, you know, improve a little bit. But hey, at least they got something. Um, next here, we got so Funimation. Looks like Funimation is officially shutting down in April. Uh, Funimation subscribers can access their anime history in queue on Crunchyroll by merging their accounts. Now, we did cover this actually a while ago. Um, so this is really not new news but i guess the official shutdown uh, will be happening this year um well no surprise because we covered this before but any thoughts on uh funimation finally shutting down i think it's a little bit crappy that they're that people who bought content on there can't roll it over from what i've heard i don't know i never had any of like the funimation app i don't even have country roll app but um I've heard that people can't roll over their stuff and i'm like wow like that's that's the reason why we do need physical media out here because 
you know, when these apps shut down or they these companies do these big mergers with everybody's cheesing and smiling and all that, like the, the consumer ends up being the one that always has to take the loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a few of those digital titles that didn't get uh, moved over. So mm-hmm. I bet they're going to jack up the price of country roll now. Uh, oh, I hope they did already. They already well, did. They isn't already it like did. it's like $8, right? Like currently? Whatever I'm it was, I know that they showed that the price difference is. is yeah, they have know. different different tiers. Yeah. Yeah, the one I think I'm only paying like eight dollars or eight nine dollars. Not too much. Yeah, yeah that's the, the one I paid for. I think it's yeah. different for than than um Funimation. But, but sure enough, okay. if, if as as Funimation goes down, Country Road might be going up in prices. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? No. All I'm sure Disney is about to buy them somehow. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> they're right. gonna own everything. Oh my right. god, Crunchyroll is, is, is like... becoming the Disney of uh of the anime world. It really is. I, can, I, can I remember see when they right used now, to be like... a pirating site. Anybody remember those days? Oh yeah, they were a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember. Now they're bullying all the pirates out there. I'm like, dang, weren't y'all doing the same thing at one point? They were. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're still doing pirates. Perhaps uh, it's more on the low key now. It's not really like, you know, people still doing that shit though. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Persona yeah. 3 uh, Reload. We just mentioned this with uh, Brianna. Uh, it has become the fastest selling game in Atlas history with 1 million sales. Now, this, yeah. is, at, this, is, this is actually a couple of days ago. So maybe. The sales have increased, but um, Persona 3 is doing quite well. Um, this is my first time actually playing it, so this is a remake. I forgot when the original title came out, but um, it's been really cool. I, I you know, and it got good reviews. Um, looks like people are praising it. So shout out to Atlas, man. I mean, the the master of the king of JRPG, well, anime based JRPGs, I would say. Um, any thoughts on Persona 3? If you haven't played it, definitely play it. Pretty fun. I haven't played it, but I always love all the Persona games music. I'm oh, like, yeah. My God. I haven't played yeah, any Persona that. games, but I have all their music on my phone. You know, like, always playing it. So, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah Persona 5 has the best soundtrack like, ever. You'll never like, see it coming. I think I, I really dig the fighting games of Persona. I've played like the old school ones, like from Super Nintendo, but something about that fighting, like I, I, I don't know, is that made by the same? That's made by Guilty Gear people, right? Like what game? Uh, the Persona Arena. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look that one up. I know that's Atlas and whoever does Guilty Gear. Oh, uh, that might be. Oh, you're talking about um, some, yeah, the one who. Music. They make all those damn games. Uh, even DNF Duel, like that company, I forgot what it was called. Yeah. They made Dragon Ball Fighters too, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, I forgot the company, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that might be them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make all types of crap. Uh, yeah. But uh, that, uh, we're going to conclude our episode here with episode 52. Uh, shout out to Cloud. Th- Cloud, thanks once again for coming on. Um, to- this is your first time I'll talk with Jump, but thanks for coming on. Uh, as a guest with uh, Brianna. Appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you so much for having us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to um, get you on here again. Is any, uh, uh, anything you want to kind of throw out for your, uh, any new projects, anything before we go? 
Um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be starting back Shining Spotlight. You know, I had to take a little bit of a break. Something, you know, had a few interruptions, but we'll be starting that back. We'll be interviewing Paul Gravid. Uh, he's done a lot of uh, um, kind of like scholarly manga type books, you know, bookstores and stuff. So you guys may be familiar with him. He's been publishing work since like the 80s. Um, so we'll be having him on the show. Uh, look out for the announcements of Origami Super Punch. There'll be a trailer coming out, you know, in a few weeks as well for that. Um, please subscribe to Shining Otaku on YouTube, you know, to follow us. You know, that's the best place to really follow us right now until, uh, until the up website has been updated. Um, and then also, um, I would say follow, uh, check us out on Imaginos Workshop. You know, that's our um, parent group. Um, so make sure you go to Imaginos Workshop. There's a lot of comics, you know, and a lot of other projects. We even have a short film that's going to be coming out there, too. Um, but oh. thank you so much for having us on today. No prop cloud. Good to have you on. I will definitely uh, get you on the show again. Thank you. All righty. Uh, so we see you guys in episode 53 at the end of the month on the 25th. Uh, of course, more news to cover. And we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Peace out. All right. Peace out. See We're out of here.